You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. try something a little different tonight uh i am very busy with work um but uh but i wanted to give you guys an extra quarantine zone episode um and uh, and i figured that i could do that while i'm working if i just do it solo so here i am all by myself so what we're gonna do is i'm actually gonna just uh i've got a little playlist queued up i'm i'm, I'm using the new uh spreaker studio setup which is part of our new hosting platform and uh, uh, we used it to do our live stream for the um, for the Rise of Skywalker watch along, and it's got some cool features in it. One of those things is that you can you can make a little playlist, or you can throw in like um, audio uh, sound effects and and all sorts of stuff. Uh, like for example, you know, if I just wanted because this is the Thunderquack podcast quarantine zone. I'm your host Michael Cohen. Uh, if we wanted to have a little. A little bit of thunder come in we can do that now so this is fun i i've never really had um a mixer or anything like that so uh, i haven't had the ability to really kind of like put in sound effects and and that sort of thing it's just never really been a priority i'm always happy to to just do that stuff in post but since i've now got this tool i figured i'd give it a give it a go and uh, without further ado, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start playing some music. So uh, hopefully we don't get in any trouble f- for this. But uh, hopefully, because I'm talking over it, it's not a big deal. Um, but uh, uh, oh, that's a little too quiet. Let's bring that up a little. Start the way that everything should always start, and that's with the Marvel fanfare. Um, you know, I hate it. I hate it when. You go to a Marvel movie, and then the first time they ever like like messed with the the fanfare, I was okay with it. It was like, oh, this is cute. But then it's like everybody wants to mess with the fanfare, and you know what? I just want to hear the fanfare and see all the characters, um, and uh, and have the whole thing uh, to get me hyped up for whatever Marvel movie I'm. Uh, I'm getting ready to see. So hopefully whatever comes next, I uh, I guess it's going to be Black Widow, but it's going to be in November as opposed to being in May. Um, that they just like, like, just keep it simple. Keep it simple. You know what I mean? I, that's, that's kind of what I hope, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm just going to turn that up a little tiny bit more. Do you guys know what this one is? Uh, this is Portals from uh, Avengers Endgame. This is one of my favorite tracks to listen to while I'm working. I'm literally, like, I'm literally building a website uh, for work as as I do this. Um, so this might not be the most entertaining podcast that I've ever done, but it's been a long time since I've done anything by myself, purely by myself. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I thought it would just be kind of fun. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch my mic, which is a no-no, but I'm gonna do it because I gotta move screen out of the pop filter out of the way so that I can see my screen. Uh, yeah, uh, things have been a little bit nuts. Things have been a little bit crazy. Uh, despite, despite 
everything being as bananas as it is, um, life goes on in a lot of ways. And, uh, and for me, uh, work is one of those ways. Uh, I have been just working nonstop since, really since before this even began, but, but especially, um, the last, the last little bit, um, and it's just this, it's a, it's a product launch, it's a, I won't get into details because it's not very interesting to you guys, but, um, yeah, it's kind of, we, we, we switched things up, I used to be part of a larger team, I used to be part of the, the uh, UXDS, we call it. Uh, user experience development and systems and I used to be part of the UX side of things um, but I'm not really a UX guy uh, uh, my my skills are more um, UX is a lot of like testing and science and that sort of thing at least it's supposed to be when you do it um, and I like it I, I love that UX is a thing that exists but uh, I, it's it's just it's not it's not what I want to do um, all the time. <laughs> I like to dip my toe in it, but not do it all the time. So I transitioned out of that department and into, into our new marketing department, which we had a couple of individual marketers, but not a whole department. Um, and when our company restructured back in October, there was an opportunity for me to, to basically take a there. So now I... Uh, I am responsible not as much for the product stuff, like the actual products, but more so for the marketing side of products, which means that um, because it's a new team and because there's very few of us, um, I am solely responsible for building these marketing, the marketing collateral and websites and stuff like that. So uh, I'm kind of a one-man show right now, which is a little bit weird, but uh, I, I'm, I am actually kind of used to it from back in the day when I was freelancing and all of that sort of thing. So it's not a big deal, but uh, uh, it's also kind of not ideal. Uh, it would be nice to have someone else to share the load, and I do have a, I do have teammates to, to help me out with with a few things, but. Uh, but but when it comes to the design and that sort of thing, it's really it's really on my shoulders for whatever project I'm working on. We do have we do have another designer, but um, she's not in Vancouver. She's in another she's in another um, another city. Uh, she's in uh, Calgary, and uh, she's focused on the energy side of things, and I'm focused on the mining side of things. So we kind of we don't really cross over all that often. But uh, uh, every, every once in a while, but not that often. So it kind of kind of leaves me on my own, and uh, that's the way it's been for the last little bit. Um, sorry, I'm just. My hope is that the music, when I go quiet, uh, will give you guys something to entertain you. That's that's the. That's the whole point here. Because um, sometimes I'm going to have to type some stuff. And I'll go a little quiet. But uh, this, is a, this is a little bit... This is a little different from my normal tone, isn't it? I'm not, I'm not quite as loud <laughs> as I usually am. 
uh, I'm a little bit more subdued, I suppose. Uh, and I guess that's just because I am by myself. And uh, uh, trying to figure stuff out while I work. Um, and it's not all, it's not always, it doesn't always work the way that you want it to. This is Back to the Future, by the way. Just the, the main title track, Back to the Future, from Back to the Future, from the very first movie, by Alan Silvestri. Uh, one of the greatest theme songs in, in, in all of film. Um, so good. It's coming to an end here. Wrapping up. But, uh, man, how come this isn't working? Hmm? Huh? How come this isn't doing what I want it to? Let's see if it changes it. There we go. A little bit of a bug. Uh, but yeah. Uh, oh man, this is going to be so quick. This is going to be so quick to do these. Oh, I wasn't thinking. This is going to be so easy. All I do is replace one line. Uh, sometimes I amaze even myself. Which, as Princess Leia always reminds Han, that doesn't sound too hard. But, uh, nonetheless, I'm pretty amazing. I, <laughs> the, the bad thing about this is that whatever I say, because the music is playing, I can't edit. I can't cut <laughs> anything out or you'd hear the jump in the music. So, uh, if I say something like what I just said about myself, I just have to leave it in and hope that you guys understand that I am kidding. Um, I am pretty great, though. Uh, when it comes to this stuff, at least. <sighs> Man. This is a track from Star Wars, but not everybody is going to recognize it because this is actually from Galaxy's Edge. This is the, the main theme, the Galaxy's Edge Symphonic Suite. So I guess it's actually, I think it's, it's, a, it's a blend of stuff. Um, I don't know because I haven't been there yet. And the plan is to go in August, and that plan might not happen. Maybe it will happen. I don't know. I, I, I've talked about that a lot on Rebel Cells. That Star Wars Celebration. It hasn't been cancelled yet. Yet. It really kind of feels like. It really kind of feels like it should. <laughs> it's um. Yeah. It's, 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 it's very weird to me that. That. Uh, Read Pop, the company that does Star Wars Celebration. It's not weird, actually. It's very logical that they're they're reluctant, um, obviously, to uh, to to cancel a major event like that. Um, you've got upwards of forty thousand people, forty to sixty thousand people, um, that are probably planning to attend Star Wars Celebration in August, and. Uh, Obviously, that's a lot of revenue. I mean, if you factor in the 
ticket price. And let's let's go let's go with what I paid. Right? So I paid a hundred hundred something American per ticket. So let's just say one fifty. Um I just don't remember what it is off the top of my head. But you, you multiply that by 40,000 people <laughs> and obviously it costs a lot of money to run uh, a convention like Star Wars Celebration but then they also get exhibitor revenue they get sponsorship revenue um, and here's the real kicker is that I'm sure that they get a great deal because the convention center that they're in when they are in Anaheim is actually owned by the Disney Corporation right? by, by the whatever Disney global Omni Megacorp. Uh, I just did hand gestures like as if you guys could see them. Um, so so they really don't uh, uh, have to worry too much about, about that part, which is probably the largest cost. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like uh, there's there's a thing in business where uh, if you if you have a parent company and they own some usually generally generally real estate that's that's kind of the the uh, the go to because if if you're a successful company then you stay successful by owning real estate because it never really loses value um, generally I, that's a very big generalization obviously if you were a real estate owner in Detroit. Uh, before the the recession in 2008, you uh, probably regret that now. But um, sorry, I'm typing. Uh, yeah, like there's a there's sort of an ideology of like you're you are renting out your property to a company that you own, so it's really just the revenue from one company. Um, going in to uh, like coming in as revenue for another subsidiary of the company, whatever your, your real estate holding uh, arm is. So for for Disney, it's like yeah, okay. So uh, Reed Pop isn't part of Disney. Reed Pop is a separate separate company, but they contract Reed Pop to put on Star Wars Celebration, and then Reed Pop basically uh, rents out. The, the Anaheim Convention Center, and uh, and it's like like the money that Disney is paying Repop to put on the convention is just coming right back to them basically, uh, but in a roundabout way. It's going, it's it's leaving from one uh, one division and coming back in in, a, in another division. Um, uh, so so. Like that's kind of the biggest cost, and so I, I, I understand where they're at with uh, I, the fact that it costs money to to organize and 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 run a convention. But at the same time, it's like I've been saying on Rebel Cells, you have to imagine that uh, a lot of people are not gonna go. <laughs> A lot of people are going to, if they do, if they do go ahead with it at the end of August. Um, there's still a lot of travel advisories and stuff like that right now. Um, my government, uh, the Canadian government, is recommending no international travel at the moment. Who knows what it will be like in August? But like, I got to book hotels and buy airfare and stuff like that. And obviously, you have to do it in advance. You can't just do it on the day, <laughs> right? 
especially if you're if you're traveling with uh, with kids like we are. Like, there's a lot of coordination to uh, uh, getting all of that sorted. didn't work the way that I wanted it to. I'll tell you that. Why didn't it work the way that I wanted it to? That's it. Bet you it's because... Is it because we have that script on the page twice? Probably is. <sighs> mixed content, mixed content, cookie, 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 mixed content, dev tools. Mm, maybe not. Maybe not. Let me check my code. Let me check this out. Um, what was I talking about? I was talking about. Maybe I should just drop this script somewhere else. because it's using an ID and you can only have one ID. So let's see what happens if I do this. This might fix it. This is one of those places where I might, where I might go quiet for a second. Because um, I gotta figure this out. Okay. This is the Spider-Man Far From Home suite. It's actually titled Far From Home Sweet Home. Sweet as in S-U-I-T-E. Um, Michael Giacchino, who, who composed the soundtrack for uh, both MCU Spider-Man films, uh, he really likes to do uh, uh, funny, uh, actually generally punny, uh, uh, track titles uh, for all of his stuff. If you have any of his other... Okay. Oh no, you know what I didn't do? Okay, because I copied and pasted that. I forgot to put the target blank. Silly monkey. Silly monkey. Do you guys like listening to me talk while I work? I honestly might do this more regularly. <laughs> I, I like to multitask. I like to, to get two things done at once. It's one of the... Um, uh, it's, uh, it's probably... It's one of the things that I think frustrates a lot of people about me. Is that I, I don't know. You can call it ADD if you want. But there we go. Now it's right. I remember. Um... I, uh, I think, I think, especially in in the professional world, people think I'm not paying attention. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm pretty good at splitting my focus and and uh, doing two things at once. Obviously, talking, doing a podcast, and, and working is, is a little bit it's a little bit tricky because it's it's really really multitasking. But if I was talking to you about work at the same time as I was doing work, it would be a little bit easier. It's all coming from kind of the same part of the brain. 
But talking about Star Wars Celebration while I do this is a little, it's a little, little bit of a different thing. And then my phone just keeps buzzing tonight. Um, man, I tweeted a lot this morning. I tweeted a lot this morning after Star Wars, the Clone Wars episode, the second part of the, the season. Anyways, I'll talk about that on the episode, so I don't talk about that. I don't want to burn any content for that podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, Star Wars Celebration, it, it, it's a really tough thing to, to, and Chris and I have talked about this a couple of times, but like, are we gonna, are we gonna go if it's still on? Um, and obviously we really want to go, <laughs> we really, really want to go to Disneyland. It's been, uh, I mean, by that point in time, it'll have been two years really since we were there. We were there in August of 2018. Uh, sorry, in October 2018 with Cara um, for her first trip, uh, and uh, and obviously that's like right before Star Wars: uh, Galaxy's Edge opened up. Um, <clears throat> but it's just kind of the way the timing worked out on that uh, because we, like, I'll be honest, we we knew that we were planning to to have another kid, so. Uh, we kind of timed that because we didn't want to go on a trip or to Disneyland where Crystal couldn't ride rides <laughs> for the obvious reason that uh, it's not safe to do so when you're pregnant. So, um, yeah, Cassie was born in August, so you can figure it out. Um, we went in the, uh, that October, uh, the previous October. So, I, I, yeah, that was, that was kind of just the timing of it. And then obviously because... Um, because Cassie was uh, 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 on the horizon, I wasn't able to. I think under a different circumstance, I probably would have been able to get away uh, and, and go during that preview period um, on my own, like just me, uh, and come go down for a day and, and just do one day. Um, but but because we knew that Crystal was going to be going on maternity leave and that eventually I would be doing. Uh, some form of, 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 uh, of parental leave as well that financially it, it didn't make sense and then on top of it obviously Crystal and Carl want to go so um, so it just never happened so it's supposed to happen in August right we were like okay whenever the next Star Wars celebration happens last April during celebration uh, in Chicago uh, obviously I wasn't at that either because I would have had to have gone on my own and left my uh, pregnant wife at home by yourself with a two and a half year old which would have been a really cool thing to do so instead I just took the week off and stayed home and watched all the live streams but um, this is Neon Genesis Evangelion this this one's in here specifically for Matt Campbell so enjoy that um, but I know a lot of you will enjoy it um, this is like a remix I when that celebration was happening and we were watching everything I was like there's no way that I am ever missing another Star Wars celebration not gonna happen um, so man this is a little bit this this is a little annoying the way that this works is kind of frustrating uh, what's the next one Um, 
Just to give a little explanation of what I'm doing, I'm building modals for um, for downloads. Because what we want to do is, when somebody wants to download, these are like free samples for for a data product. So when people want to download the free samples, we don't want to just give them away for free because uh, that would be silly. Uh, we basically just want your email because then if we have your email, we know. Oh, hey, you were interested in this. You downloaded this thing on this day. We haven't heard from you. You haven't purchased the product yet. So here's a here's a reminder email. So that's some behind the scenes. If you get those emails, like let's say you go to a website and you like, uh, they make you, Way, Wayfair is a really good example. That's one that people are probably familiar with. Wayfair makes you put in your email before they let you look at the website all the time. And the reason why they do that is because they want to know your email. Um, and then they watch what you're looking at. And then if you don't buy the product, they come back a day later and go, hey, uh, you were looking at that thing. Are, are you sure you didn't want to buy it? Um, so that's that's the logic. That's kind of how it, how it works, um, which is pretty standard these days. Uh, uh, I think that it's just you. I think most people know what I just laid out. Um, they know if you put your email in your consenting uh, and saying okay fine go ahead and send me something send me an email why else would you be asking for my email um, This track now is Star Waves from uh, a movie called Oblivion, starring Tom Cruise, directed by Joseph Kaczynski, one of my favorite movies. It's, you know what? I just watched it yesterday while I was working. I had it on the background uh, on my third screen. And uh, I, it is definitely in my top ten movies of all time uh, if you follow me on twitter you know that I have a, a, a trademark uh, term my my perfect 10 movies uh, and that's not there aren't 10 of them there are certainly more than 10 perfect 10 movies but a perfect 10 is like a movie that requires no there, there isn't a single thing out of place it's a perfect movie um, and uh, the examples that I always go to are like Back to the Future Ghostbusters the original Star Wars um, even Empire Strikes Back and Return I think fit into that the other Star Wars movies maybe not as much um, I would say even The Last Jedi which is my favorite Skywalker one doesn't fit into that um, there are a couple of things that I would definitely change about that movie but uh, but Solo fits into that um, but anyways I, I Oblivion is both a perfect 10 movie and Ooh, this is gonna work. Uh, and it's uh, and it's in my top ten. To my top ten. Uh, oh my 
conundrum that I find myself in. But that's okay, I'll figure this out. up as I go sometimes. No, that didn't seem to work. What happened? What changed? So yeah, Oblivion is a is a perfect movie. Um, not a thing that I would change about that film. And it's been a while since I've watched it. It's probably been about three or four years since I watched it. But oh boy, it was uh, even just like peripherally paying attention to it yesterday. It's a good movie. That's a good film. If you've never seen it, now I mean like you gotta you gotta kind of. Um, kind of really like Tom Cruise movies, I guess. But maybe if I just copy this whole element, if I just copy the whole element and then I drop it in there, maybe that'll work. Oh, hey, cool. Good job, Mike. You put that on the wrong one. Nope. Not working. Um, dum dum. Dum dum. Big ol' dum dum. What is, I just talked over, completely over Star Trek, the, the title Star Trek track from, my, from the 2000 and, when did that movie come out? 2009 Star Trek uh, again another Mike, Michael Giacchino track on that one and now this is The Mandalorian by one of my new favorite composers uh, Ludwig Gordonson a very very good composer Let's see if this works. Okay, that works. Interesting. Okay, that's gonna be a bit of a pain in the butt. But you know what? If it works, it works. Um, buttons from that all together. But that would just be nice. 
this until it stops working. I haven't really finished a single topic, have I? Uh, what if I just get rid of those? Glasses. That works. Can I just save button one? Woohoohoo! Pretty sneaky, this. That's interesting. Okay, well, that's CSS. I can fix that easy. Let's just work from there. This is from Rise of Skywalker. In case you guys didn't know what this great music is. Look, that's one thing that you'll that I can't fault that movie for. It's got good music. Okay, let's make sure that actually works on the page. Doesn't what we need it to. Oh hey there it is. Um, Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I've kind of talked that to death. It's it, it, it's going to happen, I think. Um, Reed Pop seems pretty intent on making sure that their, that their conventions happen, whether people want them to or not. Um, but uh, I'd be much more comfortable not going <laughs> myself. Um, just because of, of everything that's going on right now. But, uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I think we're just going to have to uh, play it by ear, I suppose. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out as it gets a little bit closer. I think, I think Crystal and I have to determine like a cutoff of like, okay, by this day we've got to make our, our, our plans we, we've booked the hotel already so that part is already covered but it's the flights that are really the hard part although i suppose i suppose airfare is probably pretty cheap right now <laughs> um but uh, uh yeah i don't know i don't know we'll see that track i mentioned that it was from rise of skywalker but i didn't give the title of it it was they will come from Rise of Skywalker so that's it's the moment when Poe kind of like they go back and, and Rey has gone off to Exegol and they don't know that yet but uh, he's going back and he's like okay you know we gotta we gotta do this we gotta gotta fight if we fight the rest of the galaxy will follow so that's where the title of the track comes from this is the Iron Man 3 theme 
Um, a theme they obviously was super prominent in that movie. Uh, it's non-existent in the first two. Um, I think it's actually a different composer for the first two movies. Um, this is Brian Tyler, who's done some pretty good stuff. Uh, I love this track. I love this this theme song for Iron Man. Um, it shows up in bits and pieces in Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, and I think there might even be a moment in Civil War where where we do hear kind of like like that little that little light motif um, for Iron Man. But uh, to be perfectly honest, I think that that is the biggest place where the MCU falls flat. I think that the MCU has phenomenal music um, all throughout. I think that there there's some really great stuff from from the get go. Iron Man doesn't have the best soundtrack, the first Iron Man, but the second one's a little bit better. And then when you get into Thor and Captain America, those movies have really good soundtracks. Um, and obviously Avengers by Alan Silvestri, which I have in this playlist. It's coming up. It's coming up. Three more songs. Man, I I wasn't sure if I was gonna need much more than this. I think I need to throw a couple more songs in this playlist. Uh, I didn't really calculate out how long this was gonna be, but uh, uh, here, let's drop that in. That's good. Uh, but yeah, it, it really feels like the, the the cap theme should come back more. The um, the the um, um, I think that uh, I. Thor's theme is probably the one that comes back the most, that's the most prominent, because it tends to be when he uses Mjolnir, uh, it kind of comes back. But uh, but when you get into the Avengers movies, they just play the Avengers theme a lot, which is fine, they're the Avengers, it's, they're, they're working as the team. But, um, so the context makes sense, but at the same time, I want to hear those individual hero moments, just like when I'm watching a Star Wars movie, and the Millennium Falcon does something cool, and they play a little Millennium Falcon moment, right? Um, but, uh, I, I mean, like, I'm not going to complain too much. I think that, uh, that they do, that they do a pretty good job in the MCU movies. Especially, especially since Phase 3. Phase 3 really kind of kicked it up. Um, and I think that that was a response to a lot of the criticism that, that, most of the background music is pretty temp track-ish, but th- like there are some some themes that come out that are that are pretty awesome uh, throughout the MCU. Doctor Strange has some really great music as well. Um, that's uh, that's Michael Giacchino again. Um, as you can tell, I kind of have a, a handful of composers that I can. He's up there. He's definitely. I'm just trying to find a couple more tracks to drop in here. The key is that it's got to be good music that doesn't um, doesn't take away from conversation, um, doesn't distract me too much, uh, and is easy to listen to. 
over the top. This is from Final Fantasy VIII. This is the man with the machine gun, which is referring to Laguna Loire. I won't spoil Final Fantasy VIII for anybody who hasn't played it, but he's important to another character in the game. He's my favorite character in the game. Right? Squall's pretty cool, but Laguna's the best character in the game. There's like flashback sequences. They have like these weird sort of like the the main characters will have like these blackouts where they'll then uh, wake up and they're reliving a memory from Laguna and, and his compatriots and uh, and it gives a lot of context and then there's time travel stuff that happens in the game um, and it's all it gets a little bit, it gets a little bit nuts but it's, uh, yeah. Should I put some Man of Steel in? No, because the Man of Steel soundtrack is so heavy. It's so heavy. It's a good soundtrack, but it's a little intense. I think that's good. I think by the time those play out that it'll be over an hour? Probably. Maybe this is the Captain Marvel theme. I need to watch that movie again. I've only watched Captain Marvel twice. Maybe I'll put it on while I'm working on Monday. Maybe. What was I talking about? I was talking about Celebration also. I'm just kind of rambling at this point. But, uh, uh, and then I talked about Perfect Ten movies. How many Perfect Ten movies are on this playlist? Let's see. We got... We got... Uh, Avengers Endgame. That's definitely a Perfect Ten. Back to the Future. Uh, uh, Far From Home... Far From Home, no. But I'm going to go ahead and say that Homecoming is a Perfect Ten. I'm going to give it that status right now. And then Oblivion. Uh, and then the first Star Trek. Star Trek 2009. Is that a Perfect Ten? It's just shy. I think it's just shy. It's pretty good, though. Uh, uh, Iron Man 3. So hard. With the Marvel movies, it's really hard because they're so interconnected. Um, Avengers. The first Avengers, I think, is a perfect time. That movie's pretty damn great. Uh, Pacific Rim. Definitely. I watched that yesterday as well. That's a good movie. The first one. The second one, I take it or leave it. Uh, the Adventures of Han is coming up. That's from Solo, which I already said. Uh, Force Awakens. I don't know. The Force Awakens, I have to watch it again. I haven't really watched it, watched it since um, since Rise of Skywalker. And I feel like my, my feelings on it have changed as a result of everything. <laughs> Just everything. Okay. Uh, did I actually test this button and see if it works? I don't think I tested this modal. I tested to see if I could get the modal to trigger, but not if. There we go. That's the right button. Cool. This is the Avengers theme. From the first Avengers. Uh, 
guys really need to let me know is this uh, is this a worthwhile endeavor? <laughs> is this a podcast that you want to hear more of? Or was this a bad idea and, and, and not worth your time? And should I apologize profusely for it? You're just kind of sitting with me while I work. It's probably not. It's probably not a great podcast, but I think that enough of you chat with me, whether it's through the group or Twitter kind of you can kind of read between the lines and stuff. this track is almost good enough to this side I think you guys have heard me talk about Solo enough, you know how I feel about it. Especially if you've listened to all of the um, the ranked for our Star Wars stuff. I think you know that Solo is my favorite Star Wars movie presently at, at, at this point in time. Star Wars movies, this music is a big part of it. So this track, I, I solo is actually composed. The, the soundtrack is composed not by John Williams, um, but by John Powell. I want to say. Um, solo, where are you at? Where are you at, Solo? Yeah, John Powell. I. And uh, I'm not super familiar with the rest of John Powell's work, uh, but the solo soundtrack is fantastic. Um, it's got a really cool energy to it that the other Star Wars movies don't have, and although it definitely borrows a lot from John Williams and is obviously very inspiring, um, it's got its own it's got its own vibe, which I think is true of Solo as a movie. Let's look at John Powell's idea. Let's see, let's see what he's done. But the interesting thing is that this specific track, The Adventures of Han, is actually composed by John Williams. He, he did this track, and this track is what a lot of the other uh, uh, music came out of. Uh, it it kind of started the ball down. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Cassie's crying. It is late at night, so it's, yeah, this is pretty normal for a little bit of a wake up around eleven o'clock. Um, let's see, let's see. He did face off, okay. He did ants, 
I'm not going to read everything on his IMDb because there's a lot of stuff here. Chicken Run, Road to El Dorado, uh, Shrek, Evolution. Oh, that's a good movie. I need to watch Evolution again. Uh, Rat Race, another great movie. Uh, Born Identity. Be cool. Robots. Robots is a great movie. That's a great movie. Um, and actually, it, like, it has a pretty good soundtrack. Uh, ooh, X Men: The Last Stand. Sorry, uh, not his fault. I don't think that the music is the problem with that movie. Uh, Jumper, uh, Hayden Christensen film. Uh, uh, Kung Fu Panda. Hancock. He's got a real good mix of of both live action and animated stuff as well as like he's got he's got a lot of like video shorts and, and tv shorts and stuff in here as well um let's see somebody say how to train your dragon how to train your dragon has a great soundtrack that makes a lot of sense uh, yeah the kung fu panda and and dragons movies and 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 shorts are all all him uh, or maybe not necessarily all check uh, a lot of them I don't know no that was the weird one I never saw that Solo had a turn the Call of the Wild I kind of want to see the Call of the Wild I'll wait for it to be on This is Voltron Legendary Defender, which is also the transformation They're They're basically Man, uh, Voltron Legendary Defender, that is a show. And I will tell you what the secret to that show being so great is. They do not transform into Voltron in every episode. That's the key. You know what? What's tiring about the Power Rangers? They the Megazord comes out every week, and it's always the last thing. And then it always does the sword slash, and it always wins, with the exception of a handful of episodes. Those episodes, specifically the Green Ranger arc, uh, those are the good ones. <laughs> those are the ones that everybody loves the one where the megazord loses because we're just so used to it winning every single time uh the great thing about legendary defender is that sometimes they would just use the lions sometimes the whole team wouldn't be together so uh they they wouldn't be able to form voltron sometimes they'd be in a circumstance where they're not even in the lions at all um so there's a lot of variety and you go like three or four episodes without them forming voltron which meant when whoever was the leader at the time called out you know to to form voltron and the music started out it was hype like that was those were pure hype moments and you would get i would get i'll speak for myself but but i think that most people would get the the goose pimples uh, uh goosebumps as, as a lot of other people say i can't say goosebumps because it just makes me think of the show so i like to say goose pimples but uh, yeah, and it was all—it's always so good because of that. Um, yeah, what, what a great show! What an incredible show! Is that gonna? No, that's not helpful. That's not helpful. And you're not even gonna give me a 
person. This is race theme. I don't think I need to say that. Do I need to say that? Is that a thing that I need to say? Oh, those are the that other one I need to open a new window. I hope that everybody just knows race theme by now. Like a lot of other Star Wars music. Man, Cassie's not having any of it tonight. I don't know if Crystal is aware that I'm recording currently. <laughs> so I got one, two, and three, and then four, and then one, two, three that don't. Okay, cool. Uh, well, you know what? That's it. I'm going to go see if Crystal needs help. I, uh, the playlist has run its course. I have talked for an hour, almost on the dot. That's pretty good. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, let me know. Let me know if this is if this is what you guys want from the quarantine zone. Um, it's easy because I don't have to coordinate with another person. Um, I can just kind of record this when I when I feel like it. Um, I but uh, and I can, like I said, work on projects. I got a lot of stuff. Even once I'm done this work stuff, I I there's a lot of stuff for Thunderquack that was supposed to be done by now and is not. Um, a lot of stuff with moving from, from one server to the other, um, from moving over to Spreaker, which I'm super happy with. This is a free advertisement for Spreaker in this one. Um, they, they have a very awesome platform. So if you're going to start podcasting, I highly recommend it. And, uh, if you're going to do that, let me know, uh, hit me up. Uh, you guys know where to follow me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at ArkWolf, A-R-K-W-U-L-F. Um, you guys know that the Thunderquack podcast quarantine zone is part of the Thunderquack podcast network. Uh, head to Thunderquack.com to check out all the other great podcasts in the network. Uh, and, of course, if you like what you heard, you can support us in three ways. First by going to – sorry, going first by leaving a rating and review in the podcast service of your choice. Uh, which will help other people find the podcast. And who wouldn't want to find this podcast where I just talk quietly over a bunch of music while I work? Uh, If if you're curious about the the reason why I'm okay with Cassie crying like that in the background, if you guys can hear it, it's because we're sleep training, right? So there's a a fair amount of... uh, going in, checking on her, making sure that she's okay, but then kind of letting her do her thing. It's it's about eight minutes right now is, is what we're up to, where you just kind of let her either tire herself out and she'll go back to sleep or realize that there's actually nothing wrong and go back to sleep or what have you. She needs to learn to go to sleep on her own. Anyways, um, those of you with kids understand what I'm talking about. Those of you without kids are confused and frightened. Um and I totally understand. Uh, <laughs> see, why wouldn't you want to 
uh, support this podcast. The other ways are going to store.thunderquack.com. That you know what? In the future, if I do one of these episodes, that's what I will work on. I will work on designs for the Thunderquack store, uh, and uh, and then and then you guys can just listen to me while I work. Uh, uh, yeah, store.thunderquack.com. Pick up some merch, uh, and last but not least, by heading to Patreon.com/thunderquack and kicking in with your monthly pledge of support, like. Uh, like so many of you do, and we are so, so grateful. It's been really, really cool since we switched things up at the beginning of the year. Um, you guys have actually supported us a lot and that, that feels really good. The move to Spreaker, the move to ad supported, um, as well as the change, uh, in the Patreon schemes to reflect that there are, that that you can get an ad free version, um, it's all awesome. It's great that you guys are doing that. Uh, it's really, really cool. Um, and, uh, and, and we're super, super grateful for it. But at the same time, as I've been saying a lot lately, there are a great many causes right now that need help, um, uh, during the, in, in the midst of, if you're listening to this still in the midst of the, the COVID-19, uh, global pandemic, um, and the thing that I've been highlighting a lot recently are uh, uh, scientific institutions, research institutions that have uh, uh, sort of a, a, a public facing uh, uh, aspect to them. And I mean, like all kind of all of those those uh, sort of institutions deserve a little bit of help. But um, but I'll tell you. Uh, here we've got the, the, our local aquarium, the Vancouver aquarium, and, uh, it's really hurting cause they rely on, on revenue from ticket sales, from visitors to the aquarium to fund, not just the aquarium itself and, and, and the maintenance and, and care of, of the animals and their habitats, but also, uh, the Vancouver, uh, sorry, the, the, the marine mammal rescue, uh, out of Vancouver, which, which operates out of Vancouver and, uh, rehabilitates, uh, uh, so many animals every year and, um, and releases them back into the wild animals that otherwise would have been dead. A lot of the time, uh, that are, are, uh, impacted by human interference. So, um, I, th- so this very good cause, uh, and, uh, uh, people have been donating. It's, it's a good thing. Um, they, they raised $620,000 actually, but they need a million dollars a month to operate. Uh, uh, and that's, uh, pared down as much as they can. So, um, if you've got a, 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 an institution locally like that, um, that needs that help a science center or an aquarium and mind you, I'm talking about a real aquarium where, science and research happens, uh, and education happens and not something like SeaWorld that is a for-profit, um, venture, a money-making venture, just basically a, a, a zoo, um, uh, theme park, really. Uh, those, they, they have deep pockets. They can, they can work themselves out for, for the meantime. But, uh, but yeah, those publicly funded, uh, publicly, uh, supported, um, uh, non-for-profit sort of places they could really use the help. So before you donate to us, before you support us on Patreon, I would suggest going and, and supporting 
some of those things. And uh, uh, you guys are probably tired of me saying this stuff, but I'm just going to keep hammering it home for everybody who may or may not listen to, to each episode because it's really important to me. Uh, it's important because we want to make sure that these things are still there when we come out the other side of this because we will. Like this will have an end to it, and when it does, we want to still have those institutions um for children to learn and 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 just i mean like selfishly just for our own enjoyment i i love going to the aquarium but i especially love taking the girls and uh, uh it is one of the things that that i think we miss the most and the second that we're able to the second that their doors are open back up and it's safe to go um will will be in line um so I, I, I want them to be open. Uh, and that's a very selfish thing, but I think it's a selfish thing that helps a lot of, a lot of people in the environment and everything. So, um, if you're going to be selfish, do it in a way that's going to have a larger impact than just yourself. Um, but, uh, that's it for this episode. That's it for the quarantine zone this week. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, especially if you listened all the way, uh, I, I, if you did, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know. Let me know that you listened all the way to the end of this one. Uh, what's a what's a hashtag? Uh, I I'm alone, right? Uh, uh, I have no people with me, so I guess I must be Mike Solo. So hashtag hashtag QZ Mike Solo, um, and then we'll know. Uh, uh, will know that, that you listened all the way through to the end of this. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with a regular episode of the Thunder Quack podcast, as well as another episode of the Quarantine Zone. Maybe I'll get a guest next week. Uh, we'll see. Thank you guys, and uh, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs>